Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. It is so great to have you here. Big episode today. We have two of our good friends, reoccurring guests, Mrs. Emily Mayfield, the First Lady of Cleveland, along with her lovely sister, Miss Annie Wilkinson. First of all, before we even get into the episode, if you're not following these two ladies on Instagram, pause this episode right now, open up the gram, and give them a follow. Annie is Annie underscore Wilk, W-I-L-K. Emily is Emily W. Mayfield on the gram. Also, if you're not listening to Annie's podcast yet, the Nobody's Podcast, which is on all streaming platforms, go give that a follow and a listen as well. We talk about just about everything today. Health and wellness, COVID, the football season, Austin, all sorts of things. A quick cameo guest appearance by a certain quarterback on our team. You've heard enough of my voice. Let's get right into it. Here we go. I still believe through the cold and through the heat, through the rain and through the tears, through the crowds and through the cheers. Welcome back, loyal listeners. Welcome back. I am your host, Raleigh, along with my co-host, Kevin. It's easier when there's two of us to say that. We are joined by Miss Emily Mayfield, Emily Wilkinson Mayfield. Did you switch your middle name yet? I did. Or, not yet. I was expecting. Emily Patricia Wilkinson, now Emily Wilkinson Mayfield. Classic. And her sister, Annie Wilkinson, who is in LA. Emily is in Cleveland. Guys, this is kind of heavy, but... We've been kind of deceiving you for all these years, well, less than nine months, however long the podcast has been going. Kevin and I have a secret to tell you that's been weighing on us. We've been living a lie. We live in Chicago. Yes, we do. There it is. I said it. Yes, we do. So dare you. So there we go. So first of all, (laughs) shout out to the Sisters Wilkinson for coming on, recurring guests, friends of the program, because there's a lot to talk about, lots to catch up on, and we are thrilled to have them. But yes, we live in Chicago, not together. You all know very well by now that Raleigh lives with his wonderful fiance, Kate. Uh, But yeah, we live in Chicago, and we haven't told anybody that. doesn't make us any less Browns fans. That's why I rep the West Sykes. I'm born and raised in Lakewood. I'm actually flying home tomorrow or today as you're listening to this. But yeah, cats out of the bag, secrets out. Obviously, you don't have to question our loyalty or our Browns fandom, but we both live in Chicago, so deal with it. I feel deceived and lied to. Um, <laughs> secondly, I saw the disappointment on Annie's face when he said that. Thirdly, are from- Raleigh, are you from Cleveland too? I actually grew up in Columbus. My family's all from Northeast, the Warren-Youngstown area, which is kind of Stephen King novelish. if you've ever been. Um, shout out to the mob. But yeah, you know, you know how people do a Friday news dump where they release like a really big, like controversial thing, at like 5 p.m. on a Friday. We're yeah. doing the Wilkinson slash Wilkinson Mayfield news dump because we realize if we drop this with them on, it's going to take away from that because people actually want to hear them talk and not us. So that's what we're doing right now. So thank you both for letting us use you for that. You Andy, gave us strength. Whatever you need. Yeah. So Andy, let's talk about you're in L.A. What's the update in L.A.? Yeah. How's everyone here's California. They think, you know, COVID. What's going on out there? Well, they're correct. Um, it's uh, it's pretty much shut down still. Like they they're giving fines of five hundred plus dollars if you're not wearing a mask. 
Um, you can do takeout at restaurants, but everything else is closed. Can you still get alcohol from those restaurants? No. No, no, no. You can't do any of the takeout booze at this point. They're, the first time around, you That's- could. They reopened the state. And 12 days later, shut it down again. Yeah, I have disgust on my face. Yeah, that's just not right. It's, I mean, you can get, like, go to the liquor stores and things like that, but you can't get, like, takeout cocktails. Damn. If we go into quarantine again, I'm getting a place in Hermosa Beach, and I'm going to be there until the vaccine comes out. I've already decided that, so. There you go. Let us know. I love Hermosa Beach. Yeah. A really fun area. The beaches were even they shut the I think the beaches are open now, but like for Fourth of July weekend, they completely shut the beaches down. It's just apocalyptic still. We can't have that. I gotta I gotta show off this wildly tan body on the beach <laughs> if I'm out there, so <laughs> no, you'd be fine. If you're a resident, I think you're fine. Um Emily, you're back in Cleveland. We're back in Cleveland. How is it? It's good. Um I mean, last time I talked to you guys, we were staying at our friend's house, and that was right after we moved out of the in-laws' house. So to say that I'm excited to be under my own roof is like an understatement. It's just as nice to be able to walk around naked and do what I want to do. So uh, that part's good. It's, it is um, fairly open here, and more so than Austin. Um, but yeah, feels good to be back. And also, I have to say, the weather has been so good here it, today it's like 75 and sunny i mean Emily, you don't understand like, that's why they call it i mean it, it's america city it's la the midwest it's cleveland baby like that's that's what you should expect all the time it's, it's, the <laughs> it's actually the ninth cloudiest city in the u.s that's the least surprising thing i've heard i would have bet my life it's the first so that's <laughs> so how, how much of the summer did you spend in your new house in austin were you oh, guys is that, is there zilch. zilch still not done still not zilch. So when all the players came down, they weren't staying at your place, or what was the situation there? No, we got them an Airbnb on the lake because um, we had our boat, so we could like they were staying at their place, we were staying at ours, and then we'd meet up and like do the boat thing. They would throw at the high school, they would do the workouts and stuff. But no, we were not all under the same roof. That brings us to our first our first topic we want to ask you about was Austin in Austin because we saw that Austin Hooper was in Austin throwing with Baker, and that was just. A beautiful thing to read. Yeah, they've gotten a ton of practice in together, to be honest. So he came down twice to Austin, and Austin came to Austin. And both times he came, it was like he just bought a one-way and stayed for, like I want to say, like, at least two weeks both times. Um, so they got a ton of one-on-one throwing in and worked out together and hung out. So that was good. Loading towards eternal glory. That's what I like to hear. Cool, dude. So we can yeah. say... We'll run, that, that parade down East 9th, it all started in a little place in Austin, Texas, Cleveland South. You might be on to something. Uh, but speaking of Austin, the last time we had you and Baker on in April, we talked about how you were doing a lot of the, the lawn mowing with your weighted vest in Austin. And then when I posted, like, when I posted the clip of me saying that one part to you and then, like, <laughs> put it in the description, like, I had a lot of, like, like girlfriends back home and they were texting me, like, why, that's such a sexist thing to say. Like, why would you ever say something like that? I'm like, no, listen to the whole thing. And they're like, oh. And then, you know. Wait, I, what, was I, the, what was the whole comment? I was like, when you're not mowing the lawn, are you running routes for Baker or something like that? Like in the backyard. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and yeah Everyone's yeah. like, because I just posted like, that one clip, like intentionally people are like, why are you talking to a female like that? Especially, I'm like, oh, listen to the whole thing. But anyway, 
you said that, and I, I, I believed you that you were truly cutting the grass. But then, like, the rest of the spring and summer, like, once a week, you'd be posting another Instagram of you in your way to vest mowing the lawn. That's why I make those Instagram story jokes. Like, hey, Mayfield's mowing is a legit operation happening in Austin, Texas right now. I want to start Mayfield Mowing Company. I'm telling you, first of all, when I was back in Nebraska, uh, anyone was there last week, I think, mm-hmm. mowed my parents' lawn. I shocked myself how nice those lines look. And like a I'm golf course. It's, oh, it looks like. We wanted to first ask the opinion of two of the biggest female Browns fans we have. What do you think of the New Jerseys now that they've been on the players and are officially posted all over the internet? Annie, you want to go first? I think they're super dope. I'm into it. I think they look really good. They're like, yeah. they're new. This is like a small thing. Their new socks are sick. I haven't noticed the socks. The jerseys and the pants, I think, are sick. So you guys are relatively new Browns fans, all things considered. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, we, yeah, sure. we have been waiting for this uniform, the classic Browns jerseys, for so, so long. And they're so simple. They're so brown and beautiful. It's the weirdest thing. What do, what do you guys think of Browns colors in general? It's literally orange yeah. and brown. You tell that to anybody, they'd say, that's disgusting. But I think it's gorgeous. What are your thoughts, ladies? I'll just say this. When he got drafted, I was a little disappointed about the colors. Um, I've had to fill my wardrobe with a lot more brown and orange than I've ever had. Annie, too, probably. Uh, I wear black all day, every day, except on game day. (laughs) I will say all the different unique or boutique clothing companies we have in Cleveland that just make stuff for our sports teams, I would put ours up against any city in the country. Like the GVR or the Emily Rogenberg. I mean, they they, they crush it. So they can make, they make those colors look really, really snazzy for anything. Annie, have you ever experienced this? Every time I'm I'm walking down the street and I see somebody wearing a brown shirt or an orange shirt, I give them a look. I'm like, it's like, hey, you wear brown stuff, brown stuff. It's probably not. But when they, when they're wearing brown stuff, you're like, you're the man, you're the female equivalent term, whatever the hell you, how do you say that? You're the, you're awesome, whatever. You that bitch. Do you get pumped up when you see somebody out of Ohio wearing brown stuff? I always yell go brownies at them. And it actually, the last time I did that, I was at a bar whose patio was up. And this wasn't that long ago. Um, and I yelled go brownies at him. And I went over and talked to him. And then he ended up where he works for an essential oils company and gave me a bunch of free stuff <laughs> oh yeah so it's i actually have a connection which that's probably the perfect segue we could ask for yes um, <laughs> i so love all segues <laughs> we are big fans of segues on the dogs of war podcast so emily if you follow her on instagram machine it's no secret that she is a big fan of beauty products general health wellness all things along the line of that nature that I struggle with, that dare I say we struggle with, Kevin. So we'd like to ask about some of the products that you're a big fan of and how it applies to disgusting dudes such as ourselves. I want to preface this by saying, well, I have a lot to say on this, so I won't get too in-depth, but my passion comes from working in plastic surgery in Beverly Hills, the mecca of plastic surgery. So that's, I've, you know, I sat in a lot of surgeries of facelifts and women wanting to reverse their aging. So your best so, friends with the Kardashians? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that's exactly what I mean by that. Okay. <laughs> um, 
And so now I'm like on this journey to like, I don't ever want to have surgery. After watching so many surgeries, I've never had surgery. Watching people go under like anesthesia voluntarily, it freaks me out. Like it just, the fact that we can do that sort of thing to human bodies while they're just asleep is nuts to me. So it's created a fear in me. So I'm on a journey to figure out how to prevent the aging process. And I think aging is beautiful. I'll say that too. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that people shouldn't age. I think that there's certain parts of aging that are amazing, but if I can hold it off a little bit longer, I'm going to. So that's where my obsession with skincare and all these things come in um, because there's so many like quick fixes out there nowadays with like injectables and filler and all these things. I like to do stuff that actually like enhances your own body's ability to make collagen, make your skin look younger, do all these things. So that's where like my funky facials and stuff come in. Um, funky so, facials, I like that. Yeah, and I just have to say it's bullshit. Pardon my French. Baker has never washed his face ever. He uses no specific products ever, and his skin is perfect. So there's like a weird thing with guys, and it's not fair. Oh, well, I also have never used any of those products mentioned, and my skin, I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm proud of who I am, and the, uh, if Kate and I, she always tells me to use these, I got them out because I was going to ask about, you know what, your strips, um, I was going to ask if they're bullshit. Free ad? Yeah. We <laughs> they didn't pay for this. Free advertisement code, but we could be, we, we don't fight very often, but if we are, and she sees like a blackhead on me, she will just get the biggest smile on her face and go in to pop it. And then she'll forget what she was yelling at me about. So if I clean my face properly, I lose that leverage. Like I lose that bailout. <laughs> so so. I, I, similarly, I, I say the, that is hilarious. One compliment I've gotten from the opposite sex more than anything has been that I have nice skin, which is kind of like a, I feel like it's a backhanded compliment. That's like, <laughs> you hear it and you're like, oh, thanks. But, oh, wait, really? That's it? But I too have never, and I'm, you know, I have never once put any kind of like lotion on my body or any of these things. I wash my face, but I don't know what, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. What do you wash your face with though? Probably like hand soap. No, 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 no. I got my, I got my, uh, I forget the brand with the, the scrubbers in it. I got some L'Occitane face wash. I got, I, I got the shit in there. You got, okay, you have the lineup. I'm proud of you. L'Occitane Cade. Shout out my friends at L'Occitane. We go back, but yeah. <laughs> I use, I use body wash. Yeah, Baker uses shampoo in the shower. <laughs> and T, Annie's boyfriend has annoying, he doesn't have a pore on his face. He obviously does, but it's, they're so perfect and closed, you don't see them. And I don't think he does anything. Nothing. Nothing. He washes his face with, he's done like a little bit more since we've been together, but he used to just wash his face, like rinse it off in the shower because he has dreadlocks, so he doesn't wash his hair very often. And so he just rinsed his face in the water and then put coconut oil all over it. And if I did that, I would be one giant zit. Sounds like he's got a big, I mean, coconut oil, that makes it sound like you're putting in some kind of effort. Very little effort. So you guys are just peanut butter and jealous. Got it. So let's get into the health and wellness segment. Uh, I guess we'll start with the Bior strips. Emily, Annie, you guys both seem familiar with them. Do they work? What's the, 
I guess that's a dumb question. They're just supposed to get rid of pores. So I think here's the here's the overarching theme that Raleigh's trying to put out there is that for people that want to do the bare minimum, like us, like males, what is the bare minimum? Because like I I wash my face most days, some days. But then there's all these things that you see people on Instagram posting and all these things about skincare and like, you know, what is that? Bare minimum, wash your face with a daily cleanser. I don't even care what it is. It can be over the counter. It can be doctor, not prescribed, but you can get it through a medical director, whatever. Wash your face and wear SPF. The end. That's all I need from you guys. The number one thing that leads to wrinkles and pigment and all the bad stuff you don't want in your skin is sun. So if you just wear an SPF... I'm so like, no tanning beds? No tanning beds. Right. Tanning skin cancer. So she actually has I, good... I've had or twice. A tanning bed queen. Speaking of that, I've never once been to a dermatologist. I just recently found out you can just go to them for like a checkup and they just check everything on you. You should go but, once a year. Everyone should. Okay, yeah. So I did not know that until recently. So what, like, yeah. What are your thoughts? What does that entail? Like, I, am I way behind for not knowing this at age 32? Yes. Guys don't know it. Annie, you take this one because you're more. Your insurance, any insurance will cover once a year skin check where you go into your dermatologist, they check you head to toe for any weird looking moles or any weird like looking, yeah, freckles, moles. Sometimes you just get like flesh colored bumps. They'll check those out. They'll do biopsies of anything that looks kind of crazy. And then usually 99% of the time you come in and they're like, you look good. See you later. But then if there's one that they think is weird, they'll take a biopsy of it and then if it comes back as skin cancer, there's a lot of different treatment options. So I've had the total opposite of that experience. When I say me, I'm talking about, uh, she's probably not going to be pleased, but Kate, she has a dermatologist that whenever she goes in, they find a mole, a freckle on her, her arm, wherever they say that might be cancerous. We got to get it looked at. They've done it like five times since we've been dating and every time, now, nah, yep, yeah, you're good. And it's like, seems like a goddamn racket. Oh, just a casual. That's what happens to me because I just have a lot of like freckles and moles. And that's exactly what happened to me. And one that I had on my back that was literally the size of like a pin. Like if someone just like poked me with a pen point, it didn't look weird to me, but they were like, that looks kind of odd. Let's test it. And it came back as melanoma. So you really just never know. I have like one on my wrist that they always ask me about, but I've had it for my entire life. So they're like, okay, there's nothing to worry about there. But it just, it completely depends on the person. I think a lot of it's genetics because like our dad, our dad and I have almost like the same scars from having these things removed. And so I do think genetics plays a large part in it. Yeah, it's predictable too. Cause like I've always been the super fair skinned one of us four kids. Like I don't really tan very fast. I have, like, I've had freckles on my arms my entire life. Annie was always the one who would, like, get tan and didn't have a lot of freckles and stuff. And she's, I still get checked, and I've never had anything. And she obviously has had it twice. So it's like, everyone should get checked. Annie, you really took the thunder out of my fiery belief that the dermatologist is a total uh, scam so I, I, oh, no, 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 they're really important. You know, Bob Marley died from melanoma. Rest Not in peace. That's our outro yeah. song for this episode now. Never forget. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm pro dermatologist now. He swayed me. Good job. Go. I actually just finished a three day juice cleanse in effort to get 
somewhat in shape for a wedding that's probably going to be canceled in like two months. Can I preface this? Can I add on to this question too? I always thought if you go on a juice cleanse, you're going to lose all the weight like right away because you're not really putting anything in your body. And then you're going to gain it right back at the end of the juice cleanse. What is your opinion on juice cleanse? Because you're females. Did I get scammed? <laughs> first, of all, first of all, how did, like, what did you think? Because you did the press juicery three-day cleanse, right? Uh, yes. Actually, I did. Um, oh, more free ads. Great. Another plug. There's free ads left and right. Um, oh, sorry. You guys don't do that. No, nah, it's, it's okay. It's a, more of a guideline than a code. Shout out Pirates of the Caribbean reference. Yeah, I don't... Kate did the research on it. Basically, you get six juices a day that are... One was like roots or something. One was ginger. One was almond milk. And they're loaded with sugar. And I'm like, okay. The first night when I went to bed, I had dreams of just eating a pizza. And you got used to it relatively quick. And then you're like, okay. I feel like I'm cleansed now. You kind of get in the rhythm. But then, like this morning, I made a breakfast sandwich. It was delicious, and I felt like complete garbage. And I'm like, was that because of the cleanse? Like, did it work? And I just reversed everything I did over the past three days, sculpting this majestic body. I don't know. Scam, not a scam. Juice cleanses, yay or nay. Give us the deets. I think also, first of all, he Raleigh texted me before we got on. He asked for permission. <laughs> for permission to have a cocktail because he didn't know if it was going to ruin his juice glass. I didn't say that. I said I'm, so, I'm so embarrassed right now. I'm sorry. Apologies she, to my co-host. She said she was having wine. I said, this is humiliating. I just asked for an enabler. I asked you to be an enabler. You said yes. I didn't ask for an enabler that would then rat me out on my own podcast. No, no, no. You can knock on him all you want here. I'm, I'm, humiliated. I'm horrified right now. The viewers, I mean, the listeners deserve to know that that's how that happened. Um, I think the juice cleanses, um, it very much depends on which juice cleanse you do. Um, not a huge fan of them because I do think you slim down. I think it gets rid of bloating and stuff, which is great. But I think that as soon as you, I think it can slow down your metabolism a little bit over those three days. And when you do start eating again, like I'm just, I'm not a fan of those sorts of things. I would rather do like a digestive, a digestive cleanse um, where you're still eating food and it basically just like cleans you out. Does kombucha work? Huh? This doesn't kombucha do that? Kombucha? It can. I'm not a fan of kombucha because it's carbonated and, and I'm it's eating super acidic. So if you drink a lot of kombucha, it can really mess with your teeth. Speaking of, uh, bloating to the ladies in Cleveland, I'm coming home this weekend and I'm haven't been doing any kind of juice cleanse, so I'm not going to be popping top on Lake Erie, so apologies for that in advance. Emily, on your Instagram story today, you went through some kind of scientific-y looking treatment where they put a machine on your stomach. I wasn't listening because I, was I was on a work call that I was supposed to be paying attention to. What was that? Does it give you abs? Yes. Okay, so the machine I was hooked up to is called the M-Sculpt, and essentially what it is, it's kind of like an e-stim, if you guys are familiar with that, but like it's a super intense magnet. And it, you can yeah. do it on abs, your biceps, triceps, glutes, inner thighs, calves, like most areas of your body. It basically contracts your muscles for you while you're just laying vertical. It, or, well, you're laying horizontal, actually. And, <laughs> uh, and it, in 30 minutes, 
So I've only done on my abs. In 30 minutes, it's equivalent to doing 20,000 crunches. So it's like super <laughs> intense, like very intense feeling where it contracts your muscles. It literally lifts your legs off the table and then releases, lifts them up, releases. And then in between that, um, in like the deep contractions, then it does like a quick, I call it a like a tapping, but it like is quick, um, like contract and release. And that breaks up the lactic acid that's building up. And so you don't get that sore. Like I'm a little, I'll be honest. I'm a little sore, like between my ribs. Um, you're supposed to do four sessions. So I went Tuesday, I went today, I'm going to go Tuesday next week and Thursday next week. And that is like one bundle. Um, but I mean, I asked Baker, I'm like, okay, and I'm also doing a cleanse right now, so I'm pretty lean and I don't have a lot of bloating. So I asked Baker, I'm like, can you tell a difference in my abs? And he was shocked after one treatment. Um, he was like, your upper abs are like popping. Like I have like a, like a, maybe a four pack up top. That was my next question is because I, like LeBron James doesn't do 20,000 sit-ups in a day. That's impossible. So I, the, the, the pain is what, because if you don't work out, if you do 20 sit-ups tonight, then tomorrow you're going to have the worst day ever. So I, I, that's 20,000 is insane. Insane. Well, and the other thing about it is um, it burns fat as well, but the best person to do it, they said, I'm going off of what they're telling me. I haven't researched it my own a lot. Um, like I'm a good candidate for it because I don't have a lot of like tummy fat. And so it, brag. It, I know, sorry, that sounds so good, something like that, but it, it like directly goes to my muscles. It doesn't have to work through like a lot of fat cells. So the best candidates are ones that are like pretty lean already. Um, but people who do it and have a little bit more fat on their body, it does burn the fat and then it'll attack your muscles. So they say in one session, and I, I even said the same exact thing on my story, but I want to say it's night. It, burns 19% of your fat cells and six and it builds 16% more muscle per session. Holy shit. So I can get ripped for my wedding in two months. Raleigh, we're, yep. we're, we're not candidates for this after what she just said. She said it no, burns It's a win-win. I'll take six of them. She, <laughs> wait, she called me today while she was doing it because she was going to show it to me, but I was in the grocery store, so I didn't answer the FaceTime and I called. She could not even get a sentence out to me. She was like, <laughs> moaning and groaning at every time it would contract and I oh. like I like peed a little <laughs> do they sell them at Walgreens definitely not it literally like it is so freaking intense you guys it's and oh and there's a, so there's a scale from one to a hundred so the higher you go the more intense the contractions are Jesus and so and I was like just Put me, if I'm going to lay here for a half hour, put me on 100. If you two could do it on any part of your body, what would you do it on? Uh, I don't have a ton of stomach fat either, so I think it would be I'm, – I'm there for it. I got a – I got a pretty big ass that could use some work. Oh. Um, stomach, ass, or butt, or whatever. They do the most abs for sure. And then glutes for girls. They don't get a lot of guys who do it. And I think it's probably like a macho thing, like – you don't want to have a system doing it for you. Um, we, thought, we thought drinking White Claws two summers ago was not macho. Now it's all we buy. So this is, <laughs> times are changing with everything. Oh, this is good That's, stuff. It's an expensive treatment too. I will say that. It's, uh, it's for a, in Cleveland, and this varies wherever you go, but in Cleveland for a, a bundle of four, which they say is the minimum, it's $2,000 per, 
per bundle. So, and in order to like really make a difference, you got to do it more than that. I don't know that I'm going to, um, and I, I'm not paying for it. I wouldn't pay that honestly. Um, but they want me to trial it and like, let me kind of like decide if I like it or not. So that's why I'm doing it. I was so, so excited. I mean, so, just got so, so, yeah, so deflated. Just, check, yeah. check that right off the list for the wedding. Game, man. It's not happening anymore. You need God. to just build, just like, build it in your wedding budget. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll just add it to the list. Smoothies. You guys are big fans of smoothies, yeah? Yep. Yes. Annie and I exchanged smoothie recipes sometime before COVID. Hers was significantly better. I don't even know the recipe of mine anymore because all I drink is the one you gave us. This is actually a new segment because Megan Schobert gave us her recipe last summer. So now it's everyone listening. Take heed to this. It's the greatest drink I've ever had. That is incredibly healthy. Thank you. Um, okay. So it's basically as much spinach as you can fit into your Nutribullet or Vitamix or whatever you're using. Um, a quarter cup of frozen blueberries a tablespoon of peanut butter or some other nut butter, a tablespoon of chia seeds, a tablespoon of hemp seeds, one scoop of vanilla protein powder, and almond milk. Am I missing anything? No, I think... Exactly. You just listed exactly what I do, except for we do chocolate protein. Okay. Yeah. Do you, oh wait, and did you say half banana? No, I usually don't do a banana in mine unless I'm out of blueberries. I, I usually do half... I do literally the same thing usually do half a banana or half an avocado just to make it creamier. It tastes yeah. like cookies and cream. It's incredible. Yeah, it's so weird, too, because you hear blueberries, and you're like, there's no way this is good. Because I told you that. I was like, it's going to taste like cookies and cream. You didn't believe me at first, and it does. It's accurate. I normally add two ice cubes into it so that it's cold. Do but yeah. blueberries instead. It doesn't water it down. Wait, do what? Frozen blueberries. No, I do. I do the frozen. I I, I got the recipe. I I'm a, you probably need ice cubes. She's trying to help. Either way, whether you're not two ice cubes or not, it is freaking fire. Highly recommend. And I'm still bummed out about the abs thing being too grand. I want to get your opinion on keto. Last summer, last last year for like I think four or five months, I did keto hardcore, kind of off and on it this year. What are your thoughts about no carbs? Uh, you are pros of this kind of stuff, so I'm just, I want, I want professional opinion. <laughs> Annie, do you want to take that, or do you want me to? All I will say about it is I think, for me, I think some people do really well with, like, bready carbs. Some people don't. I don't. I'm gluten-free anyway. Mm. Um, and so I think it just depends. It's either going to work really well for you or it's not. And I just, whatever, you're going to be able to maintain forever. Yeah, it's, I can't I not have pizza. When you, so the keto diet is based on when you can get your body into a state of ketosis. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't think it's something that because you're lacking carbs, you up your fats. And over time, it's not good for your heart health, in my opinion. I'm not saying I do. I mean, I've seen people personally lose a lot of weight from it. So it's, you know, I think as long as you're using it strategically and like in a healthy way, but I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I mean, I'm seriously no pro on it, but over time, I would say not your best option. Noted. Paleo like, would be their option, probably. What's paleo again? Paleo is basically like eat what the cavemen would eat. Yeah, so it's very low in grains. It's it is a lot of meat and stuff, but you are still getting 
some of those like whole grains and things like that. So like six years ago, I went on Atkins and I lost a bunch of weight, but I picked, I picked quitting smoking and quitting carbs in the same week. And it was the most intense week of my life. I oh, failed with both. How much you like heroin basically? <laughs> yeah. It's, I just wanted a cigarette made out of donuts so bad. <laughs> and like, we're going to have a season, right? I don't care if people can't go. Yeah, I told we messaged about this. I think there will be a season. I honestly, I think that they're doing a good job. According to Baker, like the facilities have been renovated, like completely renovated. So his locker room is him and two guys. Like there's, they're all separated with glass between them. They have to wear lanyards that have tracking devices in them. And so if you're closer than six feet to anybody else who's wearing a tracker, it starts beeping super loud. And they can also see where the guys have been. So then say like, say the four of us are all wearing our, our beeper tracker things. If I end up testing positive for COVID, they can see who else was within six feet of me in the last X amount of days. So then they keep a closer eye. So like the steps they're taking are very impressive. Um, So I say, yes, there's a season. Only three guys opted out today was the deadline for them to do so. Um, and I think there will be a season. I think there will be no fans. So f- that explains a lot because I watched the Fanski's press conference a few days ago where they asked him about what they're doing for COVID in Berea. And he said to like the whole room of reporters, he's like, guys, we are going so above and beyond what the NFL has made us do. Like you have no idea. Yes. And I couldn't even like, I, if you gave me a million guesses of what they're doing to make it better, I would have never even come close to the lanyards with the beepers for it's six. Well, and then we, um, so I sat in on the meeting tonight cause they like have spouses do it too. Um, zoom? The, the, yeah, it's all zoom right now. Starting Sunday, they can do re- like regular in-person meetings. Um, but, they are also getting like, and it's an NFL rule. If you're seen like at a bar with more than 10 people, it, it's up to $14,650 for a fine. Um, if you miss COVID testing, it's a fee of, or it's a fine of $50,000. If you do, if you miss it multiple times, you can be suspended with no pay. I mean, like they're doing intense, intense fines. If guys like are slacking on the testing and all, like, I mean, just taking you know, precautions. So I think it'll be, I think we'll be okay. Truthfully. What do you think? I guess, what is the overall opinion between maybe I'm just Baker, but I know, you know, more than just Baker in the NFL of the preseason being canceled. Are they, do people normally not like the preseason because the possibility of injury, even though our starters play like, you know, five minutes, the whole preseason, or are they happy? They don't have to go through. Are they mad that they can't get that preseason warm up? Yes. I would say the latter of the two. Um, I won't speak for everybody because honestly I haven't had like a personal conversation with most of the guys, but, um, Baker, it's, it's like a nice way to get guys on the field together and like really go through it. I mean, so just having those preseason games and knowing that there's four games that really don't matter, like it's kind of like a safety net. So he would much prefer to have them. However, it's four less games. Like you said, joy by injuries and stuff. So that's good. Um, but I mean, all in all, not ideal. They got to be bummed about it because most, like you said, 90% of the snaps are the non-starters. And it's like, just give them some kind of a tune-up. Like, I wish they could have kept one preseason game 
Uh, yeah, the one in Chicago, because I had a whole mess of shit lined up for that one. How sad is it next Thursday is when we're supposed to start? We were going to go golfing. <sighs> uh, I know, I know. I had so many things lined up for the Chicago pregame. Or pre- well, yeah, the pregame to the preseason game, of course. Oh, no. it's such a bummer. But um, I'm willing to give up those four games if we're going to have a season, though. 100%. Amen. What do you think about... year for Baker, huh? So your husband... Uh, QB1 won something called the Heisman Trophy in college, so he knows a little bit about college football, too, and has still a lot of connections and plugs there. What okay. do you think about the college season? Yeah, I don't know. I, seriously, I mean, when I even start to think about college sports getting postponed, or any, have they decided exactly how they're doing it yet? It's just going to be it, – it's, it's, it's conference only. No out-of-conference games. Because, okay. yeah, we he talked to Lincoln Riley like a couple weeks ago, and they, it was still up in the air. So I just don't understand, like – how I mean pro too it's like you can't not have a season think about how that screws everything up you can't have two rookie classes next year you can't have how do you know how do scholarships work for guys who are trying to speak of the devil (laughs) is that is that a fresh haircut look at that handsome devil oh I look pretty what's up sir hello how we doing oh hey Annie (laughs) oh oh Now joined by QB1's Baker Mayfield. We were talking about you, so it's great timing. Like, great segue. I texted Baker. Stop. We're talking about health and wellness. She's on her march. I've been eating. To set you up, to set you up, I I said, because I watched Stefanski's press conference, which looks absurd on a Zoom with the fake background, but he said, I think it was someone asked, tell us about the COVID stuff in Berea. And he said, I'm not going to get into it with you guys, so let me just tell you that what the NFL has mandated, we are going so far above and beyond that, you wouldn't even understand. And now when she talked about the, the lanyard thing, I that's yeah. that's something else. I love yeah. it, though. Talking to guys around the league, like, we're definitely not going to be the franchise to screw it up for everybody else not playing. Like, we're I, Kevin said it perfectly. We're going way above and beyond on it, which is great. So, Because um, everybody wants to play. How's Berea, though? I mean, with everything that's going on. Back on the air. It's just been weird. Like, we're split up into six groups. Um, and then for, like, workouts and stuff. And then three groups come together for a walkthrough. So, like, it's just kind of split up. But we start um, walkthroughs all together on Mon- Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. So, I don't know. It's just it's slow, but we have to do it. So, I'm going to be hey. honest. I'm kind of bummed out you didn't come in with the mullet in the game one. Stop. Maybe a mustache. Raleigh. Wait, really quick. Am I correct to say, they asked me earlier, uh, happier bummed about the preseason games. I said you would prefer to have preseason games. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to see some of the rookies play. So, yeah, yeah I said, I asked because I don't know if well, that, I don't know if you guys kind of dread it because of the possibility of injury or if you actually do like it to get that. Because I know you guys are only on the field for, I mean, you dress and play for what, like five minutes the whole preseason. So, I don't know if you guys actually really like that for like a walkthrough or if you don't want to risk getting injured and don't care. Well, with everything that got canceled, I would rather be able to play like at least one game. Um, and yeah. then also, like just throw some of the guys out there because yeah, you can go through practice, but you don't know what they're gonna do like and how they're gonna react to a game time situation. So I'm I'm dropping in a bird dance right now. God, he's gaming. <laughs> For those of you uh, that can't see the video right now, Raleigh's fiance Kate has finally joined the podcast after sitting in the other room and listening to us do this for the last year plus. So shout out to Kate. Shout out shout to the out new Kate. couch in the background. And as always, really, really appreciate the Sisters Wilkinson slash Sisters Wilkinson Mayfield for coming on, for Baker making a quick cameo. As always, we appreciate it, especially in the busy times that COVID brings us and all things that are going on outside they could be at right now. 
But, no, we appreciate you guys, and uh, hopefully we can do this again here after maybe the first few games and check in and see how it's going. Actually, wait, one more question for Emily. I also saw they asked Stefanski, Kate, that's the Browns coach, about the NFL possibly quarantining all QB1s. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I hadn't heard that. I do know they do Ooh. not want him and Case and Garrett within – a thousand feet of each other. They asked Stefanski in the press conference this week. They said the NFL is tossing around the idea of quarantining just the quarterbacks in the league. So I'm guessing because they, they want to make sure that – and actually it's kind of a – if you think about it, what happens if the quarterbacks of a team get sick? Like what does that team do? That's why everybody's keeping more quarterbacks on the team, even though it's a shorter roster. Um, because Ooh. exactly, that's not a position you can not have. But also it's kind of like on the quarterback. You guys are grown men and this is your job. Like – all right, this is Kevin. Editor's note, quick interruption, because we're on a Zoom video call and you can't actually see what's going on. Right after we brought up QB1s maybe getting quarantined, Emily FaceTime Baker, who was elsewhere in the house. So that's what's happening right now. All right, see ya. They were saying QB1s could potentially have to get quarantined? Uh, yeah, like away from everybody. Like the team, you mean? Bake, that's what quarantine means. So before Annie's phone dies, again, really appreciate the sisters Wilkinson slash Mayfield coming on. Um, anything else you guys want to add or contribute to the convo? Open mic. Open. Oh, this is a lot of pressure. Does Kate have any words of wisdom for anybody? Oh, shit. I'd like to take a poll if I should take over the podcast. Yeah. That's, an e- that's an easy yes for me. Cut that I shit out, Kevin. Need <laughs> we need more Kate cameos? Yeah, I I think that what we need is more female guests. I, I would be down to make cameos. I have nothing to add, but all the sports guys are getting really intense. As someone who really loves sports, I still don't know if I know enough. That's a good take, honestly. It's a hot take. Well, we're progressive as shit. We'll bring on whoever. Uh, we're here to. Uh, counterculture to the traditional Cleveland media, and we have female guests on all the time. That's the complete package. We- I mean, now that you're touching on health and wellness, you guys are Health like- and wellness. You it's missed the whole thing. Game. I see a pack of pore strips out on the table, so that's promising. <laughs> turns, out, um, turns out the juice cleanse and the dermatologists are not a scam. Andy, what do you got for us? Before your phone dies, he was dying. Oh. He might be dead. Did we lose her? Yeah, her we phone lost died. Annie. She got uh, Miss Mayfield, thank you so much as always. We truly appreciate okay. it. We are uh, now that you're an officially a recurring guest, we'll have you back on again, whether you know it or not. You fell into our trap. Tell Baker we said thanks again. I will. We'll recap when we're a couple games in. Let's do it. All right. See you guys. Once again, thank you so much to Annie and Emily for coming on. We truly love catching up with you, and I know all the listeners enjoy it as well. Thank you, Baker, too. That's it for this week. We will be back next week. Until then, be safe, have a good weekend, and good night, Cleveland.